What's going on, golf addicts? It is a Monday morning, and it's Monday morning of the John Deere Classic. It is 4th of July week, weekend, I don't know. 4th of July is tomorrow. We have a wonderful 4th of July. Freedom, America, all that good stuff. Uh, yes. Pat, how we doing? We're drinking coffee, and yeah. I already had my well, coffee this morning. I had my workout. I'm hydrating, so no yeah, alcohol. I, I, I got up uh, a little later. You know, it's uh, it's an off day for me. Um, we, reason being, I'm here with you on this first look show. and So I got a little coffee, a little front nine in my yeah. – it's, it's an interesting TJ mug. Shout out. Shout out Marscus. Yeah, Lady Marcus. Uh, it's it's like it's not on the side, it's on right. the front. Yeah. So you ha- if you want to show it off, you gotta hold it weird. You gotta do a th- one of these. Yeah. That is kind of weird. Leave it yeah. to Marcus to design it that way too, huh? Yeah. He gave me some weird reason also for why he did that. I'm sure, yeah. Um, hey, listen, Ricky finally gets it done. Like, he finally got it done. We talked about him a lot on both shows, talked about him a lot in the nut hut. Um, the Nut Hut crush. Also, you hit him. You had him on your card. It was impossible yeah. for me to have him on my card at shorter than 25 to 1. But we both loved Ricky all week. Yeah. We've been talking about Ricky all year. A lot of people have, right? I mean, the whole it felt like a, a major community win. It felt like a golf fan win. It, it felt did. like everybody just won yesterday, except for Tom yeah. Morikawa and Adam Hadwin. But other than that, it felt like everybody won. It really did, and I was, I was so happy for Ricky. I know a lot of people were. I was also... I just, you know, I wouldn't have minded if either Hadwin or Morikawa won. I mean, obviously, because Fowler was on the betting card, that's who I wanted. But, I mean, I would have been really ticked off. Well, I guess I would I would have been ticked off if Morikawa won. Probably not as much so Hadwin, but having been on Morikawa all year and he screwed me at the beginning of the season on the betting card then, I would have been pretty ticked. And I had him last week and he missed a cut. Yeah. So. Yeah, um... Yeah, I mean, I was pulling for Ricky the, the whole way. I mean, I had no nobody, none of those three on the card. Um, but obviously, you had Ricky on the card. And, and again, like, just as much as we've talked about Ricky, and I, and I said it last week, I said, you know, if, if I miss him at 12 to 1, I miss him. And I, and I re- genuinely meant that. And it didn't, it didn't kill me yesterday. Like, I, I wasn't, I mean, of course, I, at one point, you know, when they were talking about how close he came at the U.S. Open, I was like, yeah, really wish you would have done this at the U.S. Open at, you know, yeah. 50 to 1 or whatever he was, 60 to 1. That would have been really cool, but... You know, a lot of people tailed him, a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people following. I was looking in the Nut Hut section under our winning column. I mean, so many, a ton of winners. I mean, first of all, our boy Props, Props Picks John Sayer literally had, I think, 15 Props cards he dished out that all won on Price Picks and Underdog. Uh, uh, Lukey Boy took down a nice one. Dame had Ricky. A-Dub had Lukey Boy had Ricky. Mad Hatter had Ricky. All these people had Ricky in the nut hut. So it felt like a good community win too. Um, I had him top 10, you know, it kind of did the same thing I did with Cantlay the week before where they were just too short to have on the outright card, but I felt like the top 10 was kind of a lock and he did his thing, man. And, and I think it's a good reminder. I was trying to think like, what, what, what can we learn from Ricky other than just like, you know, Hunter Mahan talked about it a couple weeks ago, right? He's been so consistent, and his swing is less about athleticism and timing than it used to be, and it's more about consistency and mechanics and tech, you know, technique, which is solid and tends, mm-hmm. to, tends to carry over week after week. Um, but, you know, one thing I think it, it reminds me is that, like, the community, especially, like, on Twitter, loves to bash guys that just don't get it done right or, or they feel like don't get it done or they, they call him a ch- you know a choke artist or 
Beta. Beta, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but I, I just, you know, we talk about it all the time, right? How thin the margins are in golf. And, but the consistency typically is gonna, like, when you give yourself so many chances, the more chances you give yourself, eventually it hits, like what we saw with Tony Finau back in the day. What we saw with Victor Hovland back in the day, like before he could win outside of, what was it, Puerto Rico or whatever it was he did. Um, but Max Homa is an example. But, you know, if a guy is that technically consistent and can do it on any course against any strength field and is up in, up in the top page of the leaderboard and finds himself with more and more opportunities, eventually, I think most of these guys close the door. Like, I don't know, how do you get to the PGA Tour without being able to close the door to some extent. There are guys that I think are definitely better at it than others, but that's what I was thinking about yesterday. It was like, nobody gets to the PGA Tour unable to win golf tournaments. Like, at the AJGA level, or the mini tour level, or the college level, or the Corn Ferry Tour level, at some point, like, these guys do know how to close. It's, it's harder for some than others. Yes, there's a, it's a spectrum, but so many at-bats that Ricky's had to get it done in the last four years, I guess, since he won last. And he finally did it. And it reminds me about a guy like Tommy Fleetwood that, that we feel yeah. the same way about, you know? And you have to look at each tournament as its own thing and forget the rest of the, you know, all the other tournaments. It, it, it's a new week. It's a fresh week. It's a different field. It's different conditions. Ricky throwing the dart on 18 when only eight players had birdied that hole all day, and he hits it to a foot. That was yeah. sick. That was that was amazing. It was it was a it was a great shot, and then the shot in in you know in extra holes, you know, and the sudden death was pretty damn good too. Now, hell of a drop, hell of a drop. Which I said to you, I think I texted you. I was like, I I don't know, he might get a good drop here, and he got a great drop. What, did, so did he get the? I, I couldn't hear it as well. Did he get the drop because of line of sight with the? No, no, it wasn't even. I think it was something else. I don't know if there was like. I missed that part. I just saw him getting the drop, but I know he was where the gallery was. But I didn't. They didn't say anything about the, you know, the grandstands or anything. I think it was something else. But I, I, I was thinking right. it could have been line of sight. But yeah, and, but maybe it was. I don't, I don't know. But you're right. I mean, he he kept giving himself shots to win. He said it though, you know, that he knew it was coming eventually, just the way he was playing, and, and it did. Um, by the way, Fleetwood, I've already put a bet on him at the at the Open Championship, twenty five to one. I mean, I had to do it, and uh, you know, he's giving himself chances too. So maybe he'll he'll win. But um, yeah, great week. You know, and um, yeah, fun so. week. It felt like we had a lot of, like I said, it felt like we had a lot of winning in the community overall. And I love it when it's that's good. also happening in the Discord and the Nut Hut, which plenty of people were doing. Um, it was good to see both on the on the prop side as well as just a bunch of winning Ricky tickets. Lesson learned too. This is not the DFS show, but here's another lesson. Um, whoever won our listener league, I can't remember who it was, had a hell of a lineup, and yes. had they put that in other nice contest they would have cleaned up and apparently they did not so there's a there's a lesson i feel like everybody should learn yeah for sure um by the way i mean i know we're probably going to go down the leaderboard in, here in mm -hmm. a second and i think i got to give the nut hut props when we go down the leaderboard okay why don't, why don't we do that now why don't you've you've transitioned transitioned us Hit yeah that. well i mean i have why don't to you say, do the read too can you do the ad could you do the ad read? no you go ahead and do that i, I no, mean, why don't you try it's, it, it was, it's, it's too early nobody's watching i don't, I don't even July. know where the read is i don't even know where there is no is. read we've been doing it for, since january you just do it well i don't i don't this is when i tune out and then i, I start to go look and see who's going to be my down the down the board oh you oh like, you, didn't do it before, you didn't do it beforehand no sometimes i do 
Sometimes but not today. But I know I've got like 30 <laughs> seconds where I can do it while you're doing the read. Oh. You got to understand that these things go in a flow of an order for me, PP. Okay. You- well, I, I, I tell you what. I, t- I tell you what. As shitty as my golf betting outright game is right now, my real golf game is doing well. We're, do- we're, doing, we're doing well. Yeah. My last few scores that I put into Leaderboard, I'm tracking my stuff on Leaderboard, which you can do. It's a great app. It's free. It's in the iOS store right now. And by the way, now you don't have to put in the TJ code. You don't have to do that. You just click the link that we give you uh, in the description of the podcast. Check that out. Download the app for free. And join the Tour Junkies group, by the way. They just launched the groups feature a couple weeks ago, which is fantastic. We have one of the largest groups, if not the largest group, in leaderboard, which makes it a lot of fun to kind of see what our followers and our, our friends, our family is doing out on the golf course. Also, could be helpful for you to already join so that later down the road, if we have an event and leaderboard does some scoring for us, you know, you're, you're already kind of in there and ready to go. But it's a, uh, it's a fantastic app. You can also track your bets with your friends. It'll dot up the scorecards for you, your handicaps, all that stuff. And it will, uh, here's what I love about leaderboard. I can keep all my stats right there on leaderboard. Fairways, where I'm, where I'm missing them, if I'm hitting them. Greens and reg, where I'm missing them, where I'm hitting them. How many putts, birdies, stroke average on par threes, fours, and fives. I can put all those stats in super quick and easy. I mean, literally, after every hole, it takes 10 seconds to do everything. And then when I'm finished, I can choose. That's what I love. I love that I can choose. There's a little radio button that says, do you want to push this to the USGA Gen Handicap? And you can just say yes or no. And I've been playing really good lately, and there's been a couple that I've said, no, sir, we are not sending that to the USGS. What are you saying? You're saying you, sometimes, you, you, are, you, are you massaging the handicap? I'm, I am definitely massaging the handicap, because you and I have a big event in September, and I can't go into this big event in September playing to my actual number. I have to sandbag a little bit, or we don't have a chance. You know this. Yeah. You know this. Well, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just a matter of how things go. I mean, yeah. Our first, the, we had to skip it last year. Oh, because of Golby's Cup. We didn't yeah. get to play last year. But the year before, I mean, literally the first match we're in, we're getting sandbagged to death right off the bat. Yeah. So we so, have, if you can't beat him, you got to join him. And yeah. I love that I can just press a little radio button and go, no, we're not going to send that one. But what's cool is if you do send it, also the USGA gets all your stats as well. That, that All the stats and the score passes through the leaderboard app. Super cool. It's free. Give it a shot. And join the group. On the group. All right, that is Leaderboard, and this is Down the Board, presented by our friends at Leaderboard. You know what? Now I'm going to start, Pat. I hope I All take right, fine. your guy. You're going to steal mine. You're going to uh, steal it. I think, I mean, how can we not talk about Peter Kest? That's who it, yep. You're, yeah. How can we not talk about him? And, we, and we actually, to. we and did. you got to give the Nut Hut some credit. We got I mean, you may have talked about him, but I have to say, I didn't really even hear or think about him until the Nut Hut. Well, well, he was a late qualifier. He, he, yeah. Late he qualifier. qualifier. And he, um, DT, I got to give our boy DT, yep. DT was also one of the, um, uh, you know, w- one of the, the, the Wyndham Clark touters at the, at the U.S. Open. Um, and he, he brings up Kess' name, and he says, hey, what about this guy? Like, you know, he's, he's a young guy. He's, uh, he's Monday qualifying, throwing darts. Now, I will say this. P- uh, DT did not know that Peter was a dog on the uh-huh. Outlaw Tour. During the yeah. COVID days, I, I had to tell him that. I remember PK, and PK was a killer. He was a regular in the DraftKings lineup. He was a 9K and above player on DK during the 2020 COVID shit. 
and um, when he was crushing it on the Outlaw Tour. Young kid, really good college player, doing well on the Corn Ferry Tour, and damn, what an opportunity for, for him. Uh, finishes T4 last week, gets into the deer this week. Um, the dude is... The, the dude is, is definitely a, an interesting guy. I, I think there's – Yes. What's crazy is there's, like, so many of these guys, I think, but all it takes is one PGA Tour event for them to realize how good they really are, and then, and then it's on. It's, yeah, It's kind of like if you, if you found a guy struggling or, like, middling around on the Corn Ferry Tour but gave him one good week in a, in a PGA Tour event, he could be a star. It's just confidence, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely, 100%. Um, did he – he kind of threw off like, like Willie Z, point uh, five vibes to me. Like, like I don't know what it was. Like <laughs> Willie Z and Owen Wilson. Like if Willie Z and Owen Wilson had yeah. a had a baby, that's that's Peter which I hear yeah. you can do these days in twenty twenty three. I hear you can do that. Those two could do that if they, yeah. if they could figure that out. They they could have baby Kest. I mean that's what it I, that's what I was feeling with him. Um, but it, he was. He was fun to watch. Hits it a freaking mile. Yeah. Love you his know, swing, too. It's just kind of simple to me. It looks yeah. simple. A lot of speed. It looked like though. you could go out and do what he was, like, exactly. swing yes. the way he could swing. swing. Yes, you're right. I mean, even, like, his little wedges, because he had a lot of wedges in the greens. Just kind of an easy, yeah. like, not much to it. It's like, damn, how can I not get in that position that he's in? How yeah. could I not be there? But it, he makes it look so easy. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so we basically had the same down the leaderboard because that was going to be mine, and I was I had to give props to the Nut Hut on him. Um, it was great to see. You know, good to see a guy like Justin Lauer. How about Justin Lauer? He seems to just yeah. sort of pop up when it's when yeah. it's crunch time. You got to get those FedEx points. Justin Lauer comes in. I think you, he might be another one you look at this week. You know, same Justin Lauer's people. wife needs to like turn off the data or like get the not give him the Wi-Fi password at the crib so he can't know where he stands at all year. He just needs to not know. Yeah, all year where he stands, just be in the dark or or yeah, I, I don't know because you're right. At the end of the year, when it's crunch time, he tends to do it. So yeah, and I think he you know he doesn't like to play those courses where he's got to hit it three thirty and um, he can putt a little bit. So. Yeah. Yep. Good tournament. Love to see Ricky close it out, man. It was uh, that was good to see. All right. Let's let's get let's get rocking. So we got the the John Deere Classic. We're gonna kind of treat this like the first look show. Obviously, the odds kind of dropped this morning. Uh, I think there's probably already been some movement, and um, we're gonna kind of just talk it out. You know, I don't know how committed we are to some of these. Some of these will be more committed than others, but we're gonna shop around. We're gonna talk it out and see where we stand. This is what I do every morning with our Discord in the Nut Hut. Just some family mm-hmm. time. We got some folks in the chat. Thanks everybody for being in. And uh, Pat, let's 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 start top of the board. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I mean, it, I can't remember because I well, a I have a bad memory, and b I probably want to forget all the worst fields that we've seen this year, thanks to elevated events kind of throwing things off. Is this the worst field we've seen all year? Can anybody in the chat think of a worse field? I feel like there might have been one on the West Coast swing. Yeah, I mean, I think this has got to be one of the worst. I mean, Mexico was pretty bad, but you still had like Finau up top. Maybe a couple. Did Rom play? Yeah, Rom and Finau. Yeah, Rom was pretty Finau. bad after that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this one's this one's not great, and, and especially when you get to the top of the board here, it's very hard to click a name up here, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, your and favorite. Denny's already getting shorter. Like he was sixteen to one on DK when I first looked at it, and I'm looking at DK now, and he's fourteen to one. Money's flying in on Denny. Okay, I mean, you texted me this morning, and you said, DB, 
I just want to let you know, I'm not betting Denny McCarthy. I'm not. 14 to 1. I'm not. I I shouldn't say I can't do it because I bet Ricky at 14 to 1 last week, but there's a little bit of a difference here. (sighs) Denny has definitely burned both of us. Yes. I kind of feel like, all right. And and first of all, like Cameron Young at 16 to 1 is the stupidest price I've ever seen. Like, if you bet Cameron Young this week, you're a ding dong. I'm not doing it. I I don't know how you can do it. I know you were thinking it, but I'm not going to do it. No, I don't. I didn't think you were betting. I, I I actually think you are more you are intelligent enough to not bet Cameron Young. Intelligent enough. Thank you. Yes. So I think that's stupid. Um, Aberg, who I definitely roasted a lot of people on Twitter yesterday, who were already victory lapping the Aberg win on Friday and forgot that you know professional golf on the PJ Tour is four rounds. I didn't see all that. I missed it. You didn't see it on Friday. No, I missed it. I, my How tweet. This is a kid out of college he hasn't even played 10 golf events yet and you're roasting him on twitter my my tweets were i thought i thought my tweets were really good yesterday about i wasn't roasting him i love i mean how can you not love what aberg's doing the yeah. guy's hitting at 330 on a string that is incredible like that will that will translate on so many levels and but that it's not the long drive competition and and you yeah. still have to beat the best players in the world and you got to get the ball in the damn hole ludwig you got to get the ball in the hole. And when he's not finished inside the top 20 in his seven hole starts on the PJ Tour, and people are, you know, people are damn victory lapping on Friday, you know, I wasn't making fun of Aberg. I was making fun of the other people, really. That's what I was kind yeah. of doing. But, I mean, I think that deserves some clarification. I mean, this is what happens on Twitter. And then we even got people in comments here, what? you know, talking about Aberg. I love Spaz. Where are the Aberg on the Ryder Cup truthers now? Listen, this is nothing against the kid. The kid is is a s- absolute stud. You can't be dissing on a kid who hasn't even played ten golf events yet. But, but I get it. it. A lot of people on Twitter get all nuts about him, and that's that's what it is. But you got to have the distinguish. You know, you got to distinguish between what it is. Well, now listen, we we weren't planning on getting into Ryder Cup discussion, but it, I actually think why wouldn't you put him on the Ryder Cup? Like. The, the, the European team does not have the depth that the U.S. team has. I mean, listen to, the, yeah. listen to who's on the European team right now. John Rahm, Roy McIlroy, okay. Yannick Paul, who I realize is having a great year. A- Adrian Moronk, who, who is having a good year, but like we've seen Yannick Adrian. Paul sounds like he should be playing in Wimbledon this week is all I got to say. Yeah. Victor Perez, like been there, done that with Victor Perez. Adrian Otegwe, Tommy Ladd, Shane Lowry, Jorge Campillo, Juiced Luton. Pablo Larathopoulos had a great year. Piss Bear, whip, whip your wiener out on a plane, Thorbjorn. Th- those yeah, are the, those are the top that. 12 right now. Yeah, I mean. If you're, if you're Europe, who is already a major dog to this thing, which I realized they were also a big dog in France when we went and they kicked our ass. So they're already like major dogs to the Ryder Cup. And you need youth, right? You need an injection of youth. Kind of like what we did with Cam Young Utes. For, Utes. in the President's Cup. Like, why not? I, I would put him in. I would put him in right now, for sure. If he can hit a 330 on a string, and he's, he's supposed to be the next best, best thing, I'd, I'd put him in over, over a handful of those. Over Juice Luton? Are you freaking kidding me? Give me a break. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd put him in. And plus, we're going to get a, you know, we're gonna get a, some more events with him here. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Vic. <laughs> yeah. My bad. I mean, their, their whole thing is weird. Hang on. Their whole, um, 
I'm looking at the rankings. Why is it showing? They do like the the different, oh, the world points and the European points. That's right. See, that I forgot all those people. I'm an idiot. Terrell Hatton, Matt Fitzpatrick. Okay, Justin Rose. So right now, the, the ones on the fringe are Moronk, Sepp Straka, Seamus Power, Alex Noren. Then you have Victor Perez, Otegwe, Rye, Detri. I still think I'd put Aberg in yeah. over Power, as bad as Power's playing right now. I'd put him in over Noren. Certainly. I might, I'd probably put him in over, over Moronk. I think I'd put Sepp in, and, and Aberg would be the next man in. If he continues to just play okay but shows that kind of, that kind of firepower, I think I would. Anyway. Would you bet him at 22? Hell no. Uh-uh. Um, if you were going to bet one, though, would you bet Denny or Russell Henley? I think I'd bet Dus- uh, Russell Henley. I almost said Dussel Denley. Dussel Renley? I'm not even drinking yet. Uh, Russell Henley, I think. Uh, I mean, I'm seeing him at 18 to 1 still on DK. I, I, I think if, I'm, if I've got to get, you know, there's only five players. He loves the JDC. There's only five players up here that are in this category. We're going up to 25 to 1, right? Or do we, I don't know. No, nah, yeah, we're just kind of going. We just, just kind of going just, yeah. here. So, I mean, I, I think I would take Henley over Denny. Definitely over Young. Definitely over Bear. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I agree. What's, what's the best number we can get on Russell right now? 18? I see 18 on DK. It has not changed yeah. yet. I think I agree. I, I think I would just prefer to have a few extra you know, a few extra points there on Henley. I mean, I, I, however, though, like a Denny top 10 feels kind of like, like a thing we should do. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind Denny top 10, but what is it? I mean, we, we don't have, we it don't have it yet. I'm just saying I would, I would be, I'll be on the lookout for it. I mean, Ricky last week was plus 190 in that field and it was Ricky. Yeah. It, it got shorter, but, um, okay. There's not really much up here. So then, like, to me, the the Adam Shank, Eric Cole, like this thirty to one to forty ish range is fantastic. Yeah. I, I love love this spot. Um, I mean, Shank. By the way, I did confirm with Brett Swedberg before the show. He is on the bag for Shank this week. Shank has had Shank has hired full time Brett Swedberg, our boy, which is fantastic. But the, whatever this arrangement is, there's, they're, they're kind of on and off until the new season starts. Uh, so Schenck had his coach on last week. Um, I mean, it, it seemingly hasn't mattered because the first, the first week he had Swedberg on the bag was when he lost in the playoff to Grio at Colonial. Yeah. And, and then he came close again last week or, you know, at, at the Rocket with his coach on the bag. Schenck's just playing really well. So, and, and I think he's going to get hammered. So. Um, I think 31 to 1 on FanDuel was the best number. Yeah, you can still get 31 on Shank is the best number. You agree with that, I'd, I'd assume? Yeah, I do. I, th- I think Shank, um, I think there's, he's going to be the Fowler this week, though. You know, where last week I felt like everybody had Fowler on their oh, cards. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody's going to have Shank on there, but um, I still like the number. I really like Eric Cole at 30 to 1. I think he's another one everybody's going to have. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't you? Yeah, just been so good this year. I would love to see him win after all. He's, he's, he's kind of one of those that, I mean, he hasn't been at, at the very top. Like we, I feel like we've seen Ricky with so many top 10s. Eric Cole's a lot of top yeah. 25s, but he's still giving himself a shot. So I, I like Eric Cole up there. Um, he's 33 on MGM, by the way. 
Okay, yeah. I think I think a lot of cards are going to have Shink and Cole in there. I mean, I, I saw a bunch of people in the in the chat too already um, talk talking them up. So, and I and I'm I would imagine they've shortened already a fair amount this morning. So I would I think we get that. By the way, I mean, usually I'll talk about weather in the first look show and just a quick first look on Monday. It doesn't look too bad. It looks like weather's going to be pretty good most of the week. Uh, nothing really alarming in terms of like a wave advantage. We should kind of hold off on. But all right. Um, are are you interested at all in Hadwin, considering how how he's kind of played here lately? I mean, I know he's a little bit before these guys. He's like in that twenty two to well, he's a he's a twenty eight on MGM actually. So that's that's the best number I can find on Hadwin is twenty eight. What do we think about Hadwin right now? Yeah, I mean, I I looked at Hadwin too, and I I think he may be one I end up clicking on. Now we haven't seen him here in a while. Well, I mean, we have. We saw him last year, but he missed the cut, but he hasn't played. He didn't used to. This wasn't really a regular event on his schedule. But I think that's different at, since last year because this used to be the first event before the Open. True. So, so a lot of know, people would just, yeah. Yeah, I think that's one reason why it's weaker, too. I mean, at least at least when, when it was right before the Open, the guys who wanted to play and wanted to go make birdies the week before the Open would come play here. Um, but I think now that you have the Genesis Scottish, a lot of these guys that yeah you know what i mean uh that well they're traveling over there too like it's it's but you, i mean the, the his irons right now look fantastic he is gaining a lot of strokes with irons um obviously putting tremendous i mean for the for the week again he had a really strong iron week the putter is hot i think i think if you can go ahead and grab 28 i, I kind of like i kind of like 28 if it gets any shorter that's going to be tough. I mean, this yeah. is a guy who hasn't closed out a tournament since 2017. But we've seen a lot of guys that, I mean, Ricky's one of them. Kirk's one of them. Grio's one of them. We've seen a lot of guys close out tournaments that it's been a long time. Speaking of closing out tournaments, or not closing out tournaments ever, mm-hmm. what, what, are you, what are you going to do about Patrick Rogers at 40 to 1? Absolutely not. Absolutely. What it was? What was the deal with the withdrawal last week? I, I didn't. I saw that he withdrew, but I didn't see if there was any particular reason for it. <sighs> I don't. I don't think you bet him at forty to one outright. Hell no. But I could see him like being a decent number for a top ten, and you know Patrick Rogers can come in and get a top ten here. He's, he's had he's had one top ten here in his whole career. Nine nine try. He's been at the John Deere every year. Yeah, he's had one top ten. I guess. Well, and he has been sort of av- well. You know, he's he's just so. I ain't touching Patrick Rogers at forty. I mean, last th- three three out of four events, t thirties. I feel like right around t thirty. Our, our our boy, I love Dave Speck. I think he's trying a little too hard on that one. <laughs> Hatton twin. I love it. That's like trying to take can't can't win. Patrick can't lay can't. I don't, that's a good try. Yeah, good one, Dave. Um. No, I, I don't. You know, Rogers is one of those, though, kind of like, if, if he wins ever, I, I'm going to be okay with it when he's, when, if he's not. You oh, know, God. I'm not going to have him on oh. the court. I'll just be like, whatever, Patrick Rogers got to win. Oh, God. I mean, I'll be, I'll be, ugh, no. Uh, I, would, I would much rather have Taylor Moore right around him. He's at, yeah. he, he's at 31 on FanDuel is the best number I can see. He was at 35 literally 30 minutes ago on DK. Now he's down to 30. So people are hammering Taylor Moore. You know, obviously had a good week last week. Um, finishing you go back to Ben on Ben on there at 40 to 1. Boy, Ben on. A lot of people. Yeah, Ben on hurt my feelings. Um, 
been on hurt my feelings. I don't think we can. I mean, the putter is ice, ice cold. I tracked his it ass. It really is. It's, yeah. I tracked his ass on shot link all week. It was tough. Um, is Grillo still? I thought about, I, I thought about I, him. I like it. I mean, th- this 35 range is, 30 to 35 ranges. I mean, I, my entire card might be this. Have I have I already, though, like, used my Grillo card since I got, I hit him at, at Colonial? Like, well, yeah, but I, when, you, when you hit it, I think it kind of, everything kind of resets. Like, you, you, have, you have extra Grillo tokens, and now. Okay, oh, so I got more tokens with them. Yeah, I think it's better for you than it is for me. Like, I, I'm still chasing the, the Grillo hit. And miss the, you know, it's like it's like missing the, uh, what was that thing a couple years ago where everybody freaked out because of the moon and we had to wear those weird glasses and everybody walked out of the parking lot at dinner or at, at, at lunchtime at their office and put the glasses on that happened. Remember that with the moon thing? Like a blood moon or something? Or what happened? Eclip- an eclipse? But it was like a r- really super rare one. Like there's uh, never going to be another I, one I in our know. lifetime. It's like me still chasing that if, I'm, if I'd missed it or something. But, I mean, I didn't know we were getting into astronomy. I didn't either. Sure. It just came to my head. I remember when that happened, you felt like, oh, you know, you, you had to see it. If you missed it, you, you're never going to get it again. But mm-hmm. you, you might go out there and walk out there and throw the glasses up there every now and then and chase it and try to see if you can find Grio up there. I, I, but I, I'm interested in it. Like, he's playing well. He's putting, obviously, seemingly better. Um, I, I kind of I like it. Okay. That's probably it kind of as we look in that range. Anybody else here until we get – no, I mean, yeah, I think that's it for me. I think, I think I'm going to pass on Jaeger. Uh, do you think people, I, I feel like a lot of people are going to continue to play Jaeger, and his stats look good, like, week to week, but he just has these, this one round. I mean, for, you know, for last week it was round three, where he just, he just he's just not there. He, he's not putting all four together. As good as he's playing, it just feels like he's not really actually that close to to winning. Yeah, I I agree. I think I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm just sort of out on Jaeger for right now. I mean, he's he's not really showing you much with his finishes on tour. I mean, he's he's consistent. I feel like he's a if if you want to play him, maybe you know DK or DFS is the way to go. You want? Yeah, I don't top know his price. Obviously, I don't have his price yet, but I mean, yeah, he makes a lot of cuts. He's got upside. Yeah, but I just don't like the forty or well, wherever. I mean, that forty to one's what I'm looking at. It may be better. Well, that's what makes me kind of like as I was scrolling initially. That he kind of is one that got you got you you know makes you stop. You're like, oh, you know, he's playing well, but then like you dig in, it's just not. I mean, he's not even close to being in the conversation late, like at all on a Sunday. And I, I, I know I had the Jaeger rant weeks ago when I talked about how he'd won six times on the Corn Ferry Tour. I feel like if he can get in contention, he, he could be one to close the door. We just haven't even seen that happen. As good as he's been playing, he just hasn't, he hasn't been doing that. He's not been putting himself out, out there to get close. Yeah, <clears throat> agree. Um, so we also found out last week, because the, the next couple names on the board for me that, that start standing out uh, are in the 60 kind of range. They, they may have shortened, but. They were in as of 30 minutes ago. Uh, we found out Mark Hubbard and our friend Kyle Peters, Peppers, separated. Uh, I talked to Pep, and sounds like it was a very cordial separation. Everybody's good. Everybody's happy, which kind of makes me wonder if 
I, I don't know. I, th- I think he could go a couple different ways with Hubs. Obviously, he's had a good year, but he's kind of disappointed the last couple of events. Um, mm-hmm. Seems like this would be a great spot for him. He's, he's played it well before. Um, but, yeah, miscut at the Rocket, miscut at the Travelers. Not, not the same iron that we saw, iron play that we've seen. But I don't know who he's going to have on the bag, but it could be a little shot in the arm. Yeah, the, that's know. what I was going to ask you is if yeah. if he mentioned who the who was going to be on the bag, but we'll probably find it, out. But you know, it, it may not matter all that much. He's been playing well, which is what's kind of the weird thing to me was just how well Hubs has been playing all season long. Yeah. Um. So, um. But yeah, I mean, it could be a little, like you said, a little shot in the arm. I mean, we saw that with Cam Young, even though he's been terrible since then. But when when he first got to Sori on the bag, yeah, he certainly had a shot in the arm and won. Um, so who knows? Um, yeah, wait, he didn't win, but he finished second, right? Yeah. Second to Burns. Um, confused. I know you've had them both on the card, so it didn't matter who won, but yeah, I'm looking here at Mark's, yeah, Mark's approach play last week. There was not, I was, I was going to go dig in and see like, was it one hole, but it's kind of, I don't know, kind of wasn't, it was kind of a handful of holes around one and two. I mean, he missed the cut on the number, so it still wasn't a terrible, wasn't a bad week. He shot two under and one under. I don't know. He may not be ready to win in a birdie competition, but um, Shez Reeve, though, at 66 to one. <laughs> Shesticle doing his thing still. Uh, yeah. I, I, think, I, think we keep, I think we keep riding Shez Reeve. T29 last week, gained strokes with the Irons again. Um, gained a lot of strokes with the Irons, actually, last week. Uh, He's played here a handful of times, actually a lot of times. Um, he's only missed three cuts in his career. T5, T15, T18 finishes here. Uh, you know, seems like a good course for him. But iron play has kind of leveled up for Shez. Putter's been pretty hot, too. It wasn't at the Rocket, but Putter's been hot most of the year. So I think 66 on points bet, that was the best number I found a minute ago. Let me make sure it's still there. I think that's a great number. Yeah, it's still there now if you can hit it. Yeah, I, I like that as well. Um, what do you think about Michael Kim? I mean, I'm seeing him 60 to 1 on DK, but he's as high as 90 to 1 on some other book. What is he, 90 to 1? Yeah, I mean, obviously, and he's won champion here year. before. He, yeah, he won mm-hmm. here in 2018. He's been playing pretty well. Um, I guess the, the big question mark is, um, has he kind of figured out the irons? His irons were really what was helping surge him up there a little bit. I, he's been putting well, but last two events, U.S. Open and Travelers, really not not great with the irons. Um, but, I mean, you know, John Deere's probably a, a better course for him in terms of off the tee than I would imagine U.S. Open was. And, and I don't know about River Highlands, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I think there's guys I like better in that range. What about okay. Peter Kest at 80 to 1? That's crazy, 80 to 1. I mean, it's probably. I mean, he's 65 to 1 on DK. He's 80 on FanDuel. Uh, let me see. Huh. Let me make sure he's still there. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> FanDuel just corrected. Nope. He was 80 to 1 30 minutes ago. He is now 65 wow. on FanDuel. Yeah, I don't think I can, I can go there. Probably not. I um, mean, he just was Monday qualifying a week ago. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's calm it down just a little bit. 80, 80, I think I was in. I think I was kind of in on 80. 
I mean, he, what does he have to do? Doesn't he have to? He didn't. He didn't lock up the temporary membership, right? No, but he's he he's close. And obviously, like the get the kids kind of. He's kind of free rolling. Like he, he's he's got to go for it in the limited starts he's going to get, and he needs to stay hot to keep getting, you know, either point the points that he needs or, um, or uh, you know, an an invitation to a, the next low class event if he doesn't win. Okay, DT says he needs a seven, a T seventy six to get temporary membership. So yeah, I, I think I think the play on Kess is top forty, top twenty. Yeah, and if you really really love him, a top ten probably would be a five to one number, four to one number. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Dylan Wu continues to do his thing. Uh, Lucas Glover right there at both at, they were both at 80 to one on FanDuel before, right before we, we got started. I, I like both of those guys. I mean, D Wu, D Wu just kind of hanging around the leaderboard. Yeah. He's still at 80. Um, Lucas Glover still at 80, but, but D Wu last week, just hanging around the leaderboard. I think he, was it Sunday? Yes. Yeah, Sunday. He was, I mean, going into Sunday, he was there, and he shot two over on Sunday. Yeah. Horrible day with the irons, but despite that, still was positive for the week with the iron play. Just had an off week. Let's dig into the round and see what happened here. Uh, yeah. So he had, yeah, the back nine on Sunday was rough. Took a double on 10. Um, took a bogey on 12 that cost him nearly a full shot on approach. But I, I like D-Woo. And, and you know what? I'm so glad he beat B-Woo, who, who was, they're unrelated, but B-Woo's been up there in the 7Ks forever, mm-hmm. and D-Woo's just been relegated to the 6Ks in drafting forever. I don't know. Anybody Not else? Not this week. Not this week. Um, they shouldn't be. Oh, D, uh, DT just said placements are now up on uh, on DK. All right, let's let's just go through some outrights, and then we'll go back and look through some placements. Yeah, I'll have to go back and look through that. Um, I don't know, guy, freaking Luke List, what an ass. No, no, no. I know. I'm saying no. He burned. So I told bad. you. What was I doing? What was I thinking? Dude, yeah, you got you got some kind of aroma, some Lukey Lukey aroma. Know, yeah, just something happened to me. Maybe it was that Ritz Carlton I was in. You know, something like there was something in the air and it just made me start thinking because I'm never really that much on Luke. What if Lift. Luke, you were, where were you? You were in uh, Amelia, Amelia no. Island. Yeah. Which is down kind of close to here where Luke, Luke lives here in Augusta. What yeah. if Luke had been there a week or two earlier and you had kind of, you kind of smelled his pheromones or whatever he left behind? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I shouldn't have swam in that pool. Dang, dude. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know what you. I don't know what what got into you there. That's not a guy. Um, Glover was the other one I mentioned on at eighty to one. Like, did you see him with the broomstick thing? You see him with the broomstick putter? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I want to. I mean, was that the first week he done that? The dude gained. He gained strokes putting last week. Well, now now. So then you got to certainly look at betting him if that's happening. A hundred percent. And I mean, I you know Wait, I don't. Where wanna, is he? What's his odd? What he's eighty to one on Fanduel. Yeah, I mean, look. The thing about Lucas Glover's always been, I mean, he's a, a wonderful ball striker. Yeah. If you follow Lucas Glover, if you have him in a lineup on DFS or you've got a bet on, all you see is a bunch of 10, like within 20 foot putts. Yeah. Missed, 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 three footer, missed. Yeah. Listen, here, here's something, you know, and, and people are going to go, oh, Lucas has one good week with a damn putter and everybody's losing it. It was his best putting strokes gained week 
since the Honda of 2021. It's been two years since That's Luke List has putted like that. And it's been, I mean, he, he's only broken one stroke gained putting one time since August. And he, got, he gained 5.4 with the damn with the, the, the thingy, this thing. 5.4. I mean, if, if, he even, if he comes back down and gains two and a half, he could win. That's how good his ball striking is, you know, yeah. can, be, can be when he's on. And his record here at the Deer is sick. He's only gained in, oh, Lord, this is crazy. Two, four, six, eight, ten. In 12 years at the Deer, 12. He has been positive one time, and it was the year he won. He gained three strokes. There were two years he was neutral. He was dead neutral. One year he was positive, and the other nine, he was losing strokes. I, I, I think you, you have to hit that at 80 to 1. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, in fact, I want to even look at his top. Well, I got I to gotta see this real quick. Where he's, two, he's plus 280 to top 20 on DraftKings. Plus 280. And he is plus 650 to top 10. I, I think you got to hit that. I, I agree. I, am, uh, I didn't come into the show thinking about Lucas Glover, but I'm, I'm with you there. Um, okay. I'm surprised you're not saying your boy Sam Ryder. I kind of took a peek at Sam. I just was looking at him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, where did he end up last week? I know I saw him on the board, but um, where did he finish? T40. Yeah. Uh, round one, seven under round one, one under round two, two under round three, one under four. Yeah, I mean, he just could not – he couldn't get enough steam going. Um, I mean, I guess the thing about him is he has been – you know, he, he has been somewhat in contention before this season, you know? Yeah, uh, I like I like Lashley and Lauer. Those are probably the the la- well the three remaining bombs for me are Lashley at around a hun- I think he's at 110 on points bet. Just as a guy who's you know can get hot and previous tour winner, we talked about Lashley a lot. Uh, I feel like in the last couple of events yeah. that that have been terrible, um, and. Lauer for you know we talked about him at the top of the show how how well he played just kind of how he does it in crunch time he can really go low with the putter um he's 130 to 1 on DK played here last year T5 T51 uh, but I mean has gained 7.3 strokes at the rocket that's that's nice uh what did he do with the putter um this week yeah I mean he gained like gained a ton this week too like six shots yeah so, I mean, you know, this is kind of a, an iron, precision iron, short irons, short to mid irons and putting, right? That's what this is. So, I, I think that, I think Lauer at 130 is a hit. And then how can we not bet Zach Blair at 250 to 1? Zach. He's 250. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 250 to 1 on points betting just damn near could have won the Travelers in an elevated event. I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it feels really yucky, but 250 to 1? He's never really played well here, but I don't know. 250's a lot. All right. Any other outrights for you? No, I think that's it. I mean, I don't know. There's some guys up here that I'll probably end up looking at, but um, 
it's early, obviously. Yeah. So. Let's look at some top twenties. Like who would we if we yeah, were doing me... Huh? Well, I gotta refresh. I don't see those yet. Where are you seeing those? DraftKings. Yeah, you gotta refresh. While you're doing that, don't forget to check out our friends at SoBet, baby. They're, dude, people on there's some handicappers on SoBet crushing the baseball gambling right now. So if you if you like to gamble on baseball, or even if you don't, you just like money, and you're just sitting around. I, I bet tomorrow is going to be a great betting day for baseball. I don't know if there's games tomorrow. I would imagine there probably are, but there are. The SoBet crowd is going to crush the baseball stuff. I can tell you that right now. You got you know certified handicappers who are good at what they do on the SoBet platform, uh, posting great content, giving logic behind their plays, being transparent about the units won and lost, um, and you've got the top forty exclusive tour junkies round robin on the so bet up eight units on the season so uh yeah check it out the link in the description of the podcast use promo code tj when you do and you're going to get month to month access at 9.95 a month or you can use that code and check out the six month option to uh to get full six months at just 39 dollars. so that'll take you into the nfl college football season they'll be crushing it at that time i'm sure as well so that'll get you six months with a nice little discount there. If you use code TJ, click the link. Come check it out. They've got a great, uh, great platform. The app is on the way, too. They've got an iOS and Android app in, um, already in development, getting already approved by Google Play, and small tweaks to the app on iOS, and it will be here before you know it. So, I mean, right now, the desktop version is probably the best way to, to look at it. But, and you can look at it on your phone. But the app is yeah. coming. We're already doing um, beta tests for the app, and it's fantastic. Get in early. They've got, they're adding new handicappers every week. They're approaching 40 uh, handicappers on the platform. It's great content. So check that out. SoBet, link in the description. All right. Um, let's look at some top 20s. Right, do you got them now? Yep, I got them. All right, locks. I think Shink and Cole, right? Yeah, I agree. Those two. W- would you... Is there anybody that we think... I mean, is Grio, who, who If you were to give a third lock, who would it be? Kind of like a Taylor Moore at plus one sixty five. Okay. I wonder. I, I mean, Gri- Griot, he's up there for me, plus one fifty. I think I like Griot a little, just slightly more than Moore, which is crazy to say, but um, I think I like him a little bit more. I mean, you got to have one at plus one twenty five. Yeah, I mean, I like all four. I like all four of those. Like, I like. Shank Cole Hadwin Grio that all at plus money. Yeah. Um, I like that. Hadwin. What about some bombs? Well, I really kind of like this, you know, this range here where you've got like D Woo at plus two sixty. Mm. You got hubs in there at plus two fifty. I don't I, I don't like hubs as much for like I don't for know. For top twenty? Yeah, I mean I, 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 mean, I like he's just top twenty and Every week, I feel, well, you know, the last two. Yeah, but the bombs, you know, for looking in that, that area, I mean, I mean, I'd rather have Shez, Reevy, and Glover at plus 275 and 280 than Hubbard. Yeah, I could, I could see that, man. How things change. Peter Cass is like this three to one. Um, our bombs are normally four to one or longer, so let's see. Let's let's go. Let's, let's stretch let's it out. Let's get into here. that range. Boy, Cam Champ, fucking pissed me off last <laughs> week. That damn Scotty can't putt, and he came out hot on round one. 
Round two, I knew I, know. I knew it was going to happen round two. When he didn't birdie the par five, and then he gets to 18, or his 18th, number nine, that little par three, 209, and he, all he had to do was make a damn par, just a par. And I'm like, you know what? This mf in a 200-yard par three, what's he hitting? Like a damn gap wedge? Like, what's he hit 209? He's probably hitting eight iron. He doesn't even hit the green. How do you not hit the green with an eight iron? As a, you're a professional. Yeah. And I knew it when he, I knew he wasn't going to hit the green. He had all this green to work with, too, chips it out of the rough to 12 feet. And I was like, forget it. Made me so mad. I tell you what, and I'm with you on Cam Chan because a lot of people, we were all in on it. But Justin Lauer at plus 400 is really good, too. I'm, I'm there. I'm really there for that one. Um, Zach Blair plus 550. I, yeah, just looking at it. <laughs> Uh, Marty, do you get in. Do you get in on the Carl Yuan thing? Okay. Would you rather have Carl? Would you rather have Carl or Marty Dew? I like. I kind of Marty Dew's been bucking his head a little bit. Yeah. Small I, daddy's there at plus six fifty. He needs a good week. Man, yeah, he does. What about Satoshi, dude? Satoshi Kadir is plus eight fifty. Finished top 40 last week. His irons are usually pretty solid, right? i tell you who I was looking at earlier when we were talking about the outrights, and, and I don't know. I feel like I saw him up there having some decent rounds, and, I, and early in the season I was on some Robbie Shelton. Oh, God. Plus 600. It hurts me so bad. I, I love Robbie Shelton, and I, he has never worked out. No, he doesn't. And he's, he had, well, maybe I didn't see him up. Well, where did he finish last week? He missed three cuts ahead of that. He did have a top 30 at the Schwab. Where did he finish last week? Is, um, is Pac-Man Jones in our YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, maybe Pac-Man became a fan of the show after, after appearing on, after we were on Pat McAfee's show. Yeah. What if that's really him? Judging by the, the intelligence of the comment here, I, and, and that's not a knock on Pac-Man Jones' intelligence overall, but his golf knowledge is very limited. His question to me on the McAfee show was extremely noob. So I don't think this is the real... I don't think you're the real Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> you're out there impersonating... I don't know. You're out there impersonating Pac-Man. I, you know, you never know. Um... All right, I don't see any other top twenty okay. here that really what jump about, out at me. What about? I, I, I'm, I've been liking this top ten market a little bit. Um, I mean, dude, Henley's two to one to top ten. What's like? Do you have a lock top ten? Denny, Denny at plus one eighty. That's got to be a lock, right? Like. Okay, where are you getting the top tens? I don't want to see those either. Go, go back to – God, have you never navigated DraftKings? You just go back to tournament winner, and they have winner, top five, top ten in, the, in three columns. I don't, I don't have that. Pat. Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah Come on, dude. No, listen. If Before you refresh, they didn't have top five and top ten right there. They just had winner. They didn't have those in there when what? I first started the show. What's your lock top ten? Lock, absolute lock. Like Ricky Lock last week, can't lay lock in, at Travelers. Lock top ten. Almost don't even care about the number. Forget the number. Just lock top ten. Uh, let me. Let me. This is a big question here. This is a big um, question. 
lock top 10. I don't want to go up the top. I want to I want to get a little crazy. No, 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 no. This is lock. Okay, lock. This is lock it up. This is literally if this you place not, this it, bet. It, it, no can, way it's not happening. If you place this bet, whatever it says your payout is going to be, you can go ahead and spend the money. Go ahead and spend it because it is go, it will hit your account on Sunday eve night evening. And then you can uh, spend it on whatever you want because it's going to happen. Russell Henley. Russell Henley. I wanted to say Eric Cole. I know, I do too. I really wanted to say Eric Cole, but I, I just... I, I, for me, I think it's between... It's between McCarthy, Cole, or Shank, and Henley. I, I think it's Denny. Actually, I think it's Denny. Going with the favorite. Yeah. Yes, I'm going with a plus money lock. Yeah. Spin the spin the cash. Yes. Um, good stuff, man. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. We've got a couple um, of announcements. Um, the week. Okay. Strange week. Okay. It's John Deere, A, B, 4th of July stuff. No emails coming out this week. Those are gone. Joe Idoni is on vacation. We're going to let him have his vacation. Me and Pat would also like to enjoy our families on Tuesday. Nobody's, everybody's off. Kids are ready to do something. So, uh, we'll do that. Pat, I'm going to get into uh, what you're cooking up for 4th of July here in a second. We're, maybe you can pump the Nut Hut's uh, Golby's Kitchen channel, which I hear is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so none of that. Uh, my show with Gutsy on the Sobet platform will be going down today at 1.30. You can catch that on our Twitter, on Sobet's Twitter or Twitch. Um, it's always a fun time. We're going to have a special surprise guest today. And also our DFS show. So here's what we're going to do. Our, our normal Better Sports Network show that we do every week, uh, we are going to use that show to do our DFS breakdown. So we will not have like a, a DFS show and the Better Sports Network show. So if you want to catch the DFS breakdown, which I'm excited to talk about because I've done a lot of research into this tournament historically from a DFS perspective, and I want to get into that. We're going to do that on our BSN show. We're going to record that this evening, Monday, Monday evening. Not sure when they'll actually air it, so stay tuned for that. But we'll make sure it goes up on our YouTube channel as well, but it'll just have the, the, uh, the Better Sports Network kind of thumbnail uh, on, on the YouTube channel. But I'll also try to get the audio so we can throw it in our podcast feed if you want to do that. Um, no sleepers video this week, but Wednesday, back to normal programming. So we'll do our lunchtime live chat with the fam in the Discord on Wednesday for lunch, and then me and Pat will be back at it Wednesday night chatting it up for the John Deere having a good time in there. That is the schedule for this week. We also have a new show to announce. I'm excited about. Pat and I've yeah. been uh, planning on planning some things and we want to we want to drop something on a Thursday or Friday. Not, I don't know if it's going to be weekly yet, it might be, but I think we're going to start out maybe more bi-weekly and we're going to bring in our boy Blake Kazava. If you're in the Discord, you know him as Progress Over Perfection, our resident PGA teaching professional, Blake, uh, out there in Colorado, young kid, hilarious, uh, really great instructor, too, knows the game extremely well. And 
Pat and I love playing golf, and we talk about it all the time. And we love swing stuff and like nerding out on that and equipment and um we love making fun of swing videos and youtube golfers and all this other stuff and blake is uh perfect for this so blake is going to host the show me and pat me or pat are going to be on it with him when we do it it's called one groove low one groove low it's going to be a quick show but it's going to be about you know a little bit of everything everything but betting and dfs so Swing analysis, both good and bad swing analysis. We're going to bring in some uh, nut hut golf swings that has, have been submitted, so I'm looking forward to that. There's some really, yeah. there's some bangers in there, but nobody does swing breakdown videos like Blake. He's just so funny, but he also knows what the hell he's talking about. So it's going to be good. We're going to do some equipment reviews and training aid reviews, especially the bad ones. And we're going to go. We're also going to find. You know, Blake's like, dude, there's so much bad advice on the golf game out there on the on the internet between YouTube and Instagram and all that. There's so much bad advice. I want to I want to poke holes in that. Um, And we're just going to it's going to be funny. It's going to be light. It's going to be all things golf kind of outside of the professional game, maybe. So check that out when it drops. Expect that to drop in the next couple of weeks. The first episode, One Groove Low with Blake Kazaba. Looking forward to it. It's going to be good. I can't wait to join it. Yeah, it'll be, I think it's going to be a better fitted. We'll drop it on the podcast feed, but I think it'll be a better fitted show for YouTube viewers cuz we're going to have some visuals. Blake's going to bring some swings up and we're going to, you know, make we're going to roast influencers and stuff and just have a good time. So you're going to want to watch it. Um so if you don't have if you don't have subscription, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you need to do that. And if you haven't turned notifications on when we get when we drop new videos, you should do that. And um yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, hope everybody has a great week. Happy Fourth of July. Enjoy it. Be safe. Be responsible. Pat, what are keep you? All your keep all your fingers. Yeah. What are you cooking? Uh, I got a few things. You know, I did a smoked salsa yesterday that I made on the uh, on the smoker. Um, you know, talk about the nut hut. I mean, you know, we got Golby's Kitchen in there and old D Hess, who's a fantastic cook. Yeah. We had a lot of good cooks in there. He he sent me a he DM'd me a smoked salsa recipe. He saw that I've got my garden and some fresh jalapenos and tomatoes and so i did that yesterday prepared it it's done gonna do a little pork butt and uh and then i'm gonna do some ribs tomorrow have those cooking all the way up till we we do uh little fireworks Mm. tailgating whatever else so it's gonna be good i'm excited uh i like uh, bob's comment in here yeah uh that, that was good so uh yeah what about you uh, you already did a awesome. Yeah, you did a butt. I already yeah. did the butt, man. Um, we're already almost done with that damn thing. I mean, I tell you what, I, I get it, and I go through all this, and I'm, you know, I get it just like I want it. I get that good bark on there, which I love, mm-hmm. and it tastes delicious. And you know, I get a little bit of it, and then if if I if I don't hide it, which I can't hide it because I only have one refrigerator, my 18 year old eats the whole damn thing before I really get to enjoy it. So it's like almost gone. He, I think yeah. I think he's had it for dinner. And then two nights in a row at like midnight, he makes another plate. So it's almost gone, which I'm not, I'm not really happy about, but it is what it you is. You have to start putting locks on your Tupperware. Yeah, I got to figure, okay. I got to, I got to get a new fridge. Maybe my wife will let me put a fridge in the, in the room, in the bedroom. Yeah. You know what I need to do? I need to do the ribs thing. I, I need to get, I got a smoker and I just, I've never really, like, I just love, you know, Boston Butts so much. I need to I need to branch out. Like you know how you just get the thing that you love. Yeah. And then you just I need to branch out. I need to do well, more. Well, and there's so many different ways that people like to tell you to do ribs. You mm-hmm. you kinda have to figure out what works for you. Um 
So I, I'm kind of a fan of the, you know, throw them on there, you know, low heat for a long time, take them off, throw them in tinfoil, kind of finish them off like that. Mm-hmm. But some people, I think, I, I forget what they call it. There's some sort of method for it. I'm sure D has can tell me. Maybe I'll it. slide in D in D has's. Yeah, he, he can tell you. So, but a lot of people have different ways they like to do ribs and they, you know, you do St. Louis style ribs. You do the baby backs. I typically do the baby backs. I, I like that. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. Try it out. See what happens. Good stuff. Thanks, everybody. Let's have a great week. Check out the DFS show. Bend over your bookies. See you. Out.